Hi, and welcome to Ready, Set, Glow, a podcast where I interview entrepreneurs, brands, and idealists, the people and the stories behind it all. Discover what it took to get started, lessons learned along the way, and the advice they have for you starting on your own journey. So join me and my guests as we talk about all things business, beauty, and brands. I'm your host, Mary Harcourt of Cosmo Glow, as we discover the stories behind the names. Today's guests created their own product line and business by combining something they love doing and adding in marketing to see where it led to. This is a new adventure for Janae, and she's learning a little bit more each day. Goldman Sachs awarded her with an opportunity to help her grow as an entrepreneur. Janae from Playwood Crafting is here to tell her story of how she got started, the doors that have opened along the way because of her spirit to say, just do it. She's going to give encouragement for others that might be thinking about pursuing their idea. And we talk about the feedback she's been getting on her product, even how her whole family, including her kids, help her stay motivated and spread the word about her Playwood children's boxes. Janae exudes positivity and her energy tells me she is on the right path. Let's hear her tell her story. Thank you for having me. I'm Janae Slaughter, and I'm with Playwood Crafty. I build kids' platter boxes that can also be used as activity boxes or sensory boxes. My business came about during the COVID-19 quarantine. I had to figure out a way to keep my little people busy, and I was like, how am I going to get these people outside every day from in front of these screens? So I'm thinking, uh, if they plant a garden, they'd have to go outside every day and tend to it. And in quarantine, the kids weren't going out, you know, or just stuck in the house. So I went out and I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and build them both their own individual gardens. So I looked on Craigslist and I found some reclaimed wood because I wanted it to have like a reclaimed look. And of course, I got a six-year-old who was then four at the time, who is a dinosaur enthusiast. So with that in mind, I was like, okay, how are we going to do this to make it, to, you know, make it look like a garden? And so I put a little bit of corrugated roofing in it and put some wood on the back. And then we put some dirt in it and then a bunch of cool dinosaur stuff. We made it look like a jungle and planted some succulents in it. And he loved it. He would talk to his plants and as he watered them. And I'm like, hey, what else can I do with this concept? Like, is there something else I can do to keep him busy inside? So I'm like, hey, you know, he loves planting dirt, clearly. So I'm like, put some dirt in the box. So I put some dirt in it. I was like, hey. So I can't bring dirt in the house. Well, once you put some beans in it, uh, we love doing accessory stuff inside. So I put some beans in it and I was like, all right, what else can you do? So then I started adding PVC pipe stuff for him to scoop things into. And it was keeping him occupied for so long. And I can like get through dinner. Anytime I needed to do something, I would just put something in there, something new. And he would stay occupied. So I would start posting it. And my friends were like, man, that's cool. You know, I want one of those. So then I started making them. And then someone said, oh, you should go out and come to the market, see how they do. And so I got the courage to just go out one day by myself and I got the best reception. And uh, that's kind of how it started. I love that. Well, congratulations. What a great story. Are they planner boxes or are they more like a kid's play box? Is it a combination of everything? Yes, it's a combination of everything. So the way I envisioned it is you could start Put them inside. And then when, you know, as parents, we start accumulating stuff. When you're done 
looking at it, you take them outside and you plant a garden in them so you get the most out of it. So that's kind of where I envision. So they can be an actual set white table. And when you're done with them, we take them out the garden and they can have something to do every day. And what better way to teach a kid about life than playing a garden? Because when my son takes care of it, they look all nice and green. You know, he gets sad, like, Molly, what's wrong with my plants? So I'm like, God, you haven't been loving them. So they don't look all nice and green. And then they'll go out there and they'll be tending to it regularly. And then they come back to life. And it's just a cycle that applies, like, to all forms of life. Well, I love that. It's so simple and so important for our younger people to really adapt on this is life. Whatever you give attention is going to flourish. Yes. And if you don't give attention, yes. it's not expected to be as the prettiest thing. I think it's such an important part of a child to have that creative outlet. When you're building the boxes, you did obviously this for yourself to kind of keep the little ones occupied. How did it transform into a business for you? With my friends and family really loving it. They were like, I think you should take this, you know, to the next level and see where it goes. So that's kind of exactly what I did. I have a sister who's a teacher and one of my best friends are teachers. And they were like, this is gold. You really need to expound on this. So I went out to the local market here in Sacramento one summer. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do this and see how it goes. And I got the warmest reception and the news media uh, reached out to me locally. And I was on the TV. I was on the morning news. And I was like, this? I guess this was kind of something. So that's kind of how it started. That's yeah. something. I don't think people just naturally get on the morning show at their local news for pursuit and idea. So I'm glad that they did shed some light on that. And do you take orders and then go make them? Or do you make them and then take them to a place so people can see them and play around with them and pick which one they like the best? Um, I do a little bit of both. So I do make whatever comes to mind and I take them out to the local markets. And there they'll usually say, oh, I really like that. You know, they can buy that on the spot or kind of want this, but I want a little bit more or something else. And then I'll take like a custom order through Instagram or through emails. And um, I will have a website I'm developing soon, but that's usually how it works. But I'm always soliciting ideas because I totally love to customize and build and get into the crafting spirit, the woodworking spirit. Well, you have a great name too, Playwood. It's so simple, like so creative and it fits it perfectly. How did you come up with the name? I think that speaks to like my spirit and loving kids. I absolutely love kids and I love crafting with kids. I was big on setting, uh, making little crafts for my kids growing up way before Instagram came along. I was setting up crafts for my daughter and just sending them out in a mass email to all my friends. Like we would go out on the porch and let her paint or we would just build something or do a science project. And so I think the name goes to my the spirit of me always wanting something colorful and playful. And I think all that just came together. And I'm like, yeah, this is, I feel like this embodies me and how I love to play with young kids and set up crafts for them. Which I love that. I think it's such an entrepreneurial thing when you take a lot of passions and love and turn them into a business. Is this your first business? It is. It is. I have no, I have no background in business. I am absolute novice. I am just paving away by stepping out and saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. And see where it goes. It's been challenging, but very rewarding at the same time. There's so much help out there. There's so many people that are willing and want to see you succeed. Wow. But yeah, no background at all in uh, business, but it has been, it's been great. And so what were you doing before all of this? I still have a regular job. 
So okay. I do work in law enforcement okay. and then this is, you know, taking off. So, you know, I'm pulling back more there and pushing more on this side. Well, it's such a different spectrum of work. So different, right? Like you are now doing something that's so creative and colorful and fulfilling. And I don't know how much you enjoyed law enforcement, but man, those are two totally different ways to go through your day. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what's been also great about it is the outlet. I call it my whip therapy when I started. So of course I started during the quarantine and uh, not only did it give the kids something to do, it gave me something to do. Like I could go in the garage and get away from, you know, being in the house with the kids all day, you know, us all driving each other crazy. And I could go out of the garage and I fell in love with power tools. I didn't have power tools, uh, but now I'm absolutely in love with them. My husband's like, don't, don't bother me. I already know what you want. I'm like, I just need this one power tool. Oh, but yeah, that part of it really helps me with the type of work I do. You know, it's a, it's a, pa- a positive, healthy outlet. And then at the end of it, I have this great, you know, product for my kid to play with or for, you know, whoever can, for anybody to consume. And so with your boxes, and I found you on Instagram, which by the way, everyone go check out her Instagram. What is your Instagram handle? Uh, Play with crafting. Yeah. Look her up and follow her. Um, So when it comes to your orders, do you paint them before you ship them or do you ship them kind of neutral and let whoever the purchaser is to uh, be able to paint them themselves? Uh, I paint them. I do. I paint everything uh, by hand. Um, and then I, typically I've been delivering them. Um, I'm in the process of shipping them. I've shipped a, a few, but I'm, I'm in the process of getting them, um, for lack of word, uh, Ikea friendly. So they're easy to assemble. That's still part of my growing process. For the most part, uh, they, they are ship assembled right now. So you don't have to worry about anything. Okay. Just having fun once you get it. I love that. What has been the most rewarding part of this whole process? The most rewarding part for sure has been the great feedback you get from just strangers who say they believe that what I'm what I'm doing and that is such a great idea. I get that so often. It is just so empowering and uplifting because it can be hard to be vulnerable and you're pretty much putting your thoughts and your feelings on display in a new in a new way. And, you know, you never know what kind of reception you're going to get from that. But I get such an overwhelming positive reception that uh, that is by far the biggest reward. Ah, so you're happy you made this chance, this pivot into a new experience. Oh, yes, yes. It's been the best, one of the most rewarding things so far in my life. So what advice do you have for somebody who's thinking about pursuing something, but maybe hasn't made the jump yet? Or they're in a career, like you mentioned, you were in law enforcement, but you you pivoted and had this whole other creative outlet that now is so fulfilling to you. What advice do you have for others that are right on the borderline looking at this other life they have, but they haven't decided to make the jump yet? I would say, just do it. Just do it in the sense of, other people may not see your vision, but you have to go out there and get it for yourself. Like for me, it's going to uh, entrepreneur workshops, and there's so many out there. It's um, learning to talk to people. Like I'm, all, I'm pretty talkative, but it's different when you're going to a networking event and you don't know anybody, and it can be very, very intimidating. But once you get there, everybody's almost like you. They're there, you know, trying to pursue this, and there's so many people out there that want to see you succeed. That once you take that one first step, you're like, hey, this isn't, this isn't so bad. You know, you get such a warm reception from people and they, they all want to do the same thing. So they want to know what you know. They want to uh, give you what they know so that you can move to the next step. So my thing is just do it. Don't wait for anybody to help you. Don't be like, oh yeah, 
I'm going to go, but I'm only going to go if so-and-so goes. No, just go. You'll be so surprised at the reception that you're going to get. And it's probably just going to fuel you to be like, yes, this is for me. I'm going to do this. I just say, take that one big leap. You know, I always say like Nike and the slogan of just do it, they were onto something. They didn't understand the power of just do it, but you can think about it forever. But until you actually jump, until you actually just do it, you haven't started. And I love how you're embracing this world. You decided to make a jump and just do it. And, you know, we're all entrepreneurs. Like nobody has a written handbook of how it works. If we did, we wouldn't have this crazy journey to go through. And we experience things from start to success and everywhere in between. And you got to keep in mind that everyone's just trying to figure it out too. And we all have such different ideas and we're all on different paths and we all have different past experiences and different skills. I think it's so cool to get around people doing the same thing and talk and network and share what you're going through. Like if you're going through a rough time, you can say, I've already done that. Okay, here's how you get over it. Or, hey, I'm exploring this new thing and I don't quite know how to get there, what the next next step is. And people will jump in and help you. Like it really, really does work to say, here's what I'm going through. And people will chime in like, I did this and it worked really amazing. Or maybe I did that and this didn't work. So just so you know, don't do, don't do that. You can always ask for other people's opinions and they share it. They share this feedback with you. And that's so special because we're all entrepreneurs and, you know, well, I shouldn't say we are, all are entrepreneurs, but to the entrepreneurs that have been through this, when we see someone else that's gone through something that we've gone through, it's like you just want to reach out and help the person. Like I have knowledge that can save you a lot of time, usually because I felt the pain the first time around. So let me help you not feel the pain. And so you can share with other people. And I think it's so cool how you can lift each other up and share experiences and share your your journey and your feedback and really help someone else maybe miss out on a mistake that you made along the way. They do. They do. And that has been the best Going to the open, it's like continuously opening doors. Like you get there and you're like, man, I didn't know that. You talk to another person, man, I didn't know that. Then they say, go here, that goes to another door. And they say, go here, it goes to another door. That's why I say, like, open that one door and there's going to probably be like 20 behind that one door. If you just take that, you know, take the handle and open it, you'll see that there's, there's so much more to come just from opening that one door. Well, I can tell you have amazing energy. You're a creative brain. What is next for you? Are you going to come out with new projects, new models, or are you just trying to hone in on what what you have already? Like what's in the future for you? A little bit of both. My mind is always on 1000. I have ideas to make this better. I have ideas for other things that I see that are not out there that I believe kids will absolutely love. But for sure, it's uh, I'm going to continue to bend, uh, build my brand, uh, improve my product, always improving it. Just growth. That that's that's what's in my future. Uh, just growth is what I want. Absolutely. Well, I love that your products are really hands on. It takes kids away from the screen. It gets people outside with their kids. It gets them away from the TV. There's nothing wrong with TV. Um, documentaries you can learn so much, and a lot of movies these days even have an underlying lesson. But it's also good to have really like sensory interactions and you can experience things like you talked about with your son. Like what happens if you don't water the flowers? Will they die? If you water them, will they come back or has it been too long? And then what do you suggest? Do you ever tell people to grow vegetables or is it mostly plants? Do people use them as sandboxes? 
what do people do or is it just whatever you want to do in the boxes? Yeah, pretty much. I usually tell them to stay with plants, especially for a little kid. I think succulents are great because uh, if they don't tend to them, they kind of still live a little bit. And then once they see that they're kind of dry, it's like the kids naturally understand like, hey, what's going on here, mommy? You know, like, hey, what what can I do to make them look nice again? And uh, then they they get back into it. So it's just like this constant rejuvenation of of the life cycle. And they and they love it. You know, they sit there and they just water them and water them. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a cool experience to see them light up. Like my son totally started talking to him and I did not tell him that. I don't know where he, he just knew that instinctively. Like, Hey, if I talk to this plant, you know, I'm gone loving it. And I thought that was so cool because I never told him, Hey, you should talk to him. So I just thought that was like the but, best thing but. to come up and see. The other big thing that I like about my boxes um, is that, I, that I hope to inspire is just a love for growing. Like we're going to need farmers we're going to need new growers like that's not going away so i feel like this can be that gateway for the next you know scientists that develop something great uh, for the next farmer that's going to that's going to need to take over these farms yes i love that it's a big goal has there been some harder lessons that you've learned as you've pivoted to take this new experience yes uh we gotta learn how to hear no you know you gotta learn to yep. live with disappointment yep. and move forward those are probably the the biggest two, you know, because usually in your life, you can learn how to navigate no. You know, you know what to say, you know what to do, but sometimes, you know, sometimes no is a hard no, you know, or I'm not, or hard, I'm not interested, and you can't let that stifle you. You have to be like, okay, all right, next door, let's open it and keep it moving. So that's probably one of the big uh, challenges that's, that has um, helped me grow in a good way. Awesome. And when it comes to marketing, I know we mentioned Instagram and you're going to local events and you've been on news channels, which is amazing. How else do you get the word out or how else can you get the word out? And have you seen where people, um, they share it for you? Um, a lot of word of mouth, word of mouth and the local markets is usually as, as how I'm growing at the moment. And I'm hoping to build more of an e-commerce presence where I can drive people to my website to see my product. But those are you; those are the main channels at the moment that I have. Well, and it seems to be working. It's working. So you have to be excited for the holidays coming up. And I can only imagine this would be amazing time of year for you anytime, but holidays, birthdays, summer parties, if they're getting together and having a sleepover for their kids and want to do something extra special, or maybe just that the kid is finally getting old enough to be explorative and a little bit more inquisitive on how the whole world works to be able to have such an awesome purchase. I am. I am. I'm going to attend two markets, one at the Bradley Ranch Winery and a Kidpreneur Market coming up here in two weeks. And both of those are always great. I love to see the kids come out and play with the boxes. And a lot of parents come out and get ideas. And yeah, I'm sure the holidays are going to be great. What is a kid market? A kid market? Kids market? What's a kids market? Oh, Kidpreneur is usually they're running all kids. Like it's a market where all the kids run the market with the majority of the vendors there our kids like i have a little friend she builds she uh she likes jewelry so she takes all her jewelry out there kids who do cupcakes or whatever the kids in one guy one little guy does socks whatever they're into but the kid is is kid centered meaning that the entrepreneurs are all kids and then a couple of adults of them 
Oh, that's so cool. I love that idea. It's a great idea. Um, do you feel like looking back on your life that you always had it in you to run your own business and be an entrepreneur? Or do you think this was like recently discovered? You just recently discovered that you have this in you and now you're pursuing it. No, I think somewhere deep down, it's always been there. Um, I've always had a love for kids and I've kind of always wanted like a kid play space. Um, so I feel like this is how that's bringing that out. So I've always, I'd always loved woodworking too. I can remember as a girl watching Bob Vila and be like, I totally want to yeah, do yes. what Bob Vila's doing, you know? Yeah, that's kind of how the business, the business side of me probably came out. And I've always been geared toward marketing things. I think I've had a, an eye for stuff that looks okay. You know, I worked in retail as a young teen and I was all uh, put in charge of making displays, look appeasing. So I'm thinking maybe that's where this came from. Well, I mean, it sounds like you always we're on this journey as an entrepreneur. And I think it always starts with like picking up the little pieces along the way. Yes. You worked in retail. You love making things look aesthetically pleasing. You loved woodworking. And here you are, you love being able to work with your kids and have them be a part of you growing this business and showing them sensory interactions, taking them outside, getting their hands dirty and teaching them about life and just having them understand how to nurture something. So that all rolled into one is you being able to make this business that now you're helping other people enrich their children's life with your product. And you love building your product. You love building your, your play boxes. And so I I think you had this in you all the way around. I didn't see this coming. You know, I just didn't see this coming. Uh-huh. You think, oh, I'm going to go out to this market. I'll probably sell a couple of boxes and, you know, it'll just be a hobby and I'll it'll just be my hobby because I totally would do it if I never sold one. I'd be giving them away probably. Um, but so far, my biggest accomplishment that I'm proud of is I got recognized by Goldman and Sachs and I am in a, a accelerator program through Goldman and Sachs. And I didn't even know how big Goldman and Sachs was until like after I applied, which is probably sounds terrible to say, but um, yeah, like just, it was like the confidence I needed to say, you are supposed to be doing this. You have one of the biggest investment banks in the world that saw you and said that, hey, what you're doing is great. So that has probably so far been one of the biggest accomplishments so far to say that, wow, they recognize you. They see that this is great. They all, what all these people have been telling you, you know, these strangers who've already been telling me, it's like they further validated that. Well, I love it. And congratulations on your journey. I think it's awesome. It's a great product. Thank you so much for sharing your experience on what it was like to start a business from scratch as a COVID pivot. I was a COVID pivot as well with my product. And I think, you know, some really cool things came out of the being closed, like one door closed, one door open. I think we took an inventory of our lives and the things that we really enjoyed, we wanted to pursue more and things that we didn't love so much. We were willing to close that door, I think more so than on a normal day basis. So I think it's great. Congratulations on your business and your success. We wish you all the best. I absolutely agree because I, I said, I never saw this coming and it's been so therapeutic on so many levels. And it's great to have something like that, that propels you into something that you love. You know, like I had a job, you know, it was it's doing what it was supposed to do, but it wasn't as fulfilling as it could be. But I'm like, but it's having the quarantine as terrible as it was, you said exactly like you said, it just opened all these doors, It opened your mind to be like, okay, you're here, why something productive to do with it. And this is just great that this came out of 
you know, being in quarantine. Well, and what a great thing for your children to see as well. You're really pursuing something and you're great at it and you're out there marketing yourself and it's something you always had an interest in and it's growing and it started from nothing and the feedback's been amazing. So what do you hope that your kids kind of see out of this whole journey that you're on now? Oh, so definitely my daughter. My daughter loves it. Uh, My daughter, 14. And she loves to see me get out there. She likes to come and show me. Even my little guy, he asked that, um, hey, mommy, can I come and like sleep with the beans because the beans get everywhere. And both of them are just excited for me. And I'm just hoping that it inspires both of them to try and to just go out there and know that it's okay to fail and it's okay to work hard, that working hard is admirable. You know, we live kind of in a time where we think everything is instant. So I, I like the fact that my daughter gets to see like, hey, this is the process. It did not start overnight. This was not an, an I'm, I'm not an overnight sensation by any means, you know, that I'm going to have to work every day. You know, I'm going to have to miss something and sacrifice. So that's what I like about it. And that's what I'm hoping both my kids take away from it. I mean, it is a process and it's true. It's not an overnight thing. And there are lessons to learn and there's failures to have along the way. But if you stick with it and it's one foot in front of the other, just like you already know, it grows. It grows. And I think it's great for your children to see that. Oh, thank you so much for being a guest of our show today. Where can people go to find you and support you and check out your product and purchase your product? Tell them all where they can go. Oh, please. You go to playwithcrafting.com. That'll take you to my Instagram or look me up on Instagram at playwithcrafting. And I take orders uh, through direct message. Just send me a message. And if there's, not, if there's something on there that you uh, want that you don't see, please let me know. I'm all for customizing. Um, and my website should be up soon. But in any of it, that is where you can find me. That wraps up today's episode. For more information on our guests, you can find them at maryharcourt.com under the episodes tab. You can always find me on Instagram at maryharcourt underscore and at the Cosmo Glow Light. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and many more to come.